beautiful? Welcome to the Rejoicing in Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Vossler, and I'm thrilled to spend some time chatting with you and bring an inspiration, encouragement, and joy to your day. I'm a mom of eight kids, and I believe that motherhood is the greatest calling in the world. It is holy kingdom work, and God has not only called us, but also equipped us for this valiant mission raising and training the next generation of mighty men and women of God. Every week, I will encourage, inspire, and equip you to really rejoice in the glorious God-given calling of motherhood. At the end of each episode, I'll answer your questions and share tips and lifesavers that I've learned and keep learning as I raise my tribe. So come on, let's get started. Welcome back, my friend. We are in part two of our homeschooling series. Part one was the heart and why behind homeschooling. That is episode 12. So if you haven't heard that, you can pop over and listen to that as well. But you don't have to listen to these in any particular order. So if you're here, here you are. Today is part two. Can I really teach my kids? And what about socialization? We are going to debunk some of the top myths and fears about homeschooling. If you have some questions for me that you haven't heard answered yet, or you don't hear answered in this episode, I want you to send them to me. I'm working on a resource for all of my listeners related to homeschooling. So just send me your questions at kirstenvossler.com forward slash ask me. Let's get into it today. All these homeschooling myths and fears, we are going to just smash. We're going to debunk these. So one big, big fear I hear with homeschooling. And this is true if people have been homeschooling for a long time or if they're just beginning to think about it. And that is, can I really teach my own kids? I have people say to me, but I'm not a teacher. I don't have any formal training. How do I know what I'm going to teach and when? I don't want to rob my kids of a sound education. I want to tell you with absolute certainty Yes, you can teach your kids. God has given your kids to you. He has equipped you to teach them. No matter what your training is, no matter what their bent is, as their parent, you are anointed and called to train them. The word of God says to us, train up your child in the way they should go. There are so many, just look in the Proverbs sometime, just flip through Proverbs and look through and see how many times you see the Lord telling parents to train their children. That is our job as a parent. Do you think God is going to give you a job and then not give you anything to do that with? Give you nothing to go on? No, no, he is not that kind of a God. He has anointed you and called you to train your children. Exodus 35, verses 30 to 35. Listen to this story. This is when Moses and the people of Israel were in the wilderness and God gave them directions for how to build the tabernacle. And it was a huge, huge job. None of them had ever done this before. But listen what Moses tells the people about who the Lord prepared. 
Then Moses told the people of Israel, the Lord has specifically chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, grandson of Hur of the tribe of Judah. The Lord has filled Bezalel with the spirit of God, giving him great wisdom ability, and expertise in all kinds of crafts. He is a master craftsman, expert in working with gold, silver, and bronze. He is a skilled in engraving and mounting gemstones and in carving wood. He is a master at every craft. And the Lord has given both him and Aholiab, son of Ahasemach, of the tribe of Dan, the ability to teach their skills to others. The Lord has given them special skills as engravers, designers, embroiders in blue, purple, and scarlet thread on fine linen cloth and weavers. They excel as craftsmen and as designers. Okay, did you hear what the Lord said? He said he gave them not only that great ability to do whatever they were doing with absolute anointing from the Spirit of God, but he also gave them the ability to teach their skills to others. And just like Bezalel and Aholiab, God has given you the ability to teach others and specifically to teach your children. The Spirit of God gives us, as parents, that ability to teach our children even beyond what we don't have on our own. Do you remember what we talked about way back in episode like three or four? We talked about grace and how grace is the God-given ability to go beyond our natural ability. So if you feel like, I don't think I can teach my kids. I don't know if I'm equipped for this. I just want to tell you, yes, you are. By the Spirit of God, by the Spirit of God, you are called and you are anointed, and He will give you the grace to teach them. Yes. Amen. (laughs) Okay. Now, here's a question. What if there's something I just don't know? Like with music, like music lessons or teaching higher math or teaching my kids how to write and do writing and composition, et cetera, et cetera. Hey, there are options. You can outsource. And outsourcing is when you choose and you direct because no one knows everything about everything. You choose someone or something to teach your child and you direct that education And that is a way that you can teach them things that you don't actually know. Now, like I said, nobody knows everything about everything, or there might be some things that you just don't want to teach. For example, I have the ability to teach my kids basic piano, but guess what? I teach them everything else right now. And so I have chosen to outsource their piano lessons to somebody else. And so they practice, they learn from this music teacher who is really good at what she does, and that's her special skill. And so she's able to give them lessons in that. And I've chosen who she's going to, who she is, and I've chosen to have my children go be under her to learn. And so I'm directing their education in that way, but I don't have to teach them piano lessons. In their math, even when they're young, we use a program that has a video that goes along with each lesson so they can learn the concepts from a teacher on a video. We sit down together, we watch the video together, and then they learn the concept, we talk about it, and they do the math. But I'm not sitting there with the textbook teaching them every single thing about it. We go together with the video to learn it. 
Um, and we did this. So like I said before, I was homeschooled. I was homeschooled from kindergarten all the way through 12th grade. I did algebra one and algebra two in my home, mostly on my own, because at that point being homeschooled for your, for your whole life like that, you learn to be a very good self-starter and you learn to be able to, um, independently work independently and take charge of your education a bit. And so I would, I had a video also where I would watch and learn the new concepts for algebra and I would be able to go and apply it and, and do my math and learn it that way. And so you choose and you direct how your kids learn without sourcing. Another option is you can take a class or a course with your kids. And the cool thing is that when you're learning together, that shows and teaches them that learning is a lifelong skill that they are going to use. So for example, my kids are gonna pretty soon be starting to learn foreign language. Well, I fully intend (laughs) to learn that foreign language along with them because that is something that will benefit me and it will benefit them. And it's really cool, as a homeschooling parent, you learn so much more than you ever could imagine. Even when your kids are young, it's just incredible the amount of things that I'm learning now, even though I've had an entire education myself. Another question, how am I going to get my kids to listen to me? That is a really good question. First, I would say, find a curriculum or a way of learning that is interesting to all of you. Like I said, you will learn a lot along with your kids, but there are so many different ways to learn. I want you to just get out of your mind that learning is sitting in a desk with a textbook. That is not how we learn at home. We learn with books. We learn with videos. We learn with field trips and experiments. You can go outside and crawl around in your lawn and look for bugs, and that is science. You can, you know, depending on the different levels that your kids are at, you can go with just looking for bugs, you can go with dissecting bugs, you can go with um, learning about habitats and ecosystems and all of that stuff just in your very own yard. And the cool thing is you can take big ideas, and you can apply them to your everyday life. And that is so much more exciting and so much more interesting than just sitting in a desk, listening to a lecture, or reading a textbook. It is very hands-on and auditory as well. And you can specialize your classes, quote-unquote, to best fit your children. There is no one-size-fits-all, as we know, and you're able to really tailor each of your children's education to best fit them. And that is going to help them when they're listening to you because it's going to be so different. You're not just going to be standing in front of your kids at a desk trying to tell them stuff. You're going to be experiencing life with them and experiencing an education with them. And that is exciting to kids and to parents. Uh, Something that I hear from a lot of people is, you know, I'm just not organized enough to be a homeschooler. Here's what I have to say to that. You probably are organized enough to feed your kids three-ish times a day in some way. And if you can feed your kids three meals a day, you can homeschool. Work to your strengths. I am not naturally organized, but I have sure grown in structure as I go. (laughs) Every year, I feel like I get just a little bit more of a feel of like what I need to do to be able to teach all of my children that I need to teach. And you grow with them and you will grow. So 
Also, homeschool is not like traditional school with a schedule and the way it is organized. You can make it as structured or not as you want. You don't have to be massively organized. You just have to be organized enough for being able to keep track of a few things and, and to learn. It's not hard. I promise you, it is not hard. If it required having a master's degree in organization, probably most of the people that are homeschooling today would not be. (laughs) I certainly would not be. But it is such a wonderful way of educating our kids. And there is so much flexibility. And you can make it as structured or not as you want. Now, my mom was a homeschool mom because I was homeschooled. So my mom is much more organized than I am. My education was more structured. My kids' education has structured components, but there are also some things that are just a little bit looser that I'm not so um, tight on. And so there are things that they learn in a different way than I did, and that's okay. And they're still learning and they're still doing well in their level and everything, but it's just a different, it's just a different way. Um, There are so many options. You can school a four-day week. You could school year-round. Some people school for six weeks on and then take a two-week break all year-round. And so instead of taking a big break in the summer, they just put the break throughout the year. And that way they have um, just that's the schedule that works for them. So there are lots of different options for scheduling that you can do. Another thing I've heard from people is I've heard friends say, I just need a break from my kids. We do not do well being all together all the time. You know, we all have to grow our capacity. We do. And everybody has different needs. But I want to encourage you that you can make those needs happen. You can get those needs met even when you're together all the time. So we can do things like have room time or quiet time after lunch where everybody gets a little bit of a break from each other. Um, So it isn't like you're in the same room 100% of the time all day long. Okay, that's not true. But also, I think this is true of all of us, but we need to challenge our thinking. Is that thought like, I just need a break from my kids or we can't all be together all the time. That's not good for us. Is that thought from the Lord or is that from worldly culture? I have to say, this is a very modern thought. That individualism of having to be on your own and isolation, those are not historically or biblically based. Uh, We just need to be so careful to check what we're saying to ourselves and what we're saying to others. And remember that your kids are listening. Um, Homeschooling is going to draw out the best and the worst in everyone, mom and dad and kids. And so we have to build a family culture that will allow everyone to grow. Proverbs says iron sharpens iron. And so a man sharpens his friend. It is true. Not everything is perfectly peaceful all the time. I don't have a lot of me time, a lot of alone time. I can have some, we can work that out. Those needs can get met, but it's just so important to check ourselves and make sure that the things that we are saying are originating from the Lord and from heaven and not from our earthly worldly perspective. Biggest question ever. What about socialization? (laughs) 
I just have to laugh because every homeschool family gets asked this question the most. This is the biggest, like, number one question anybody ever asks homeschoolers. And it's really, really funny because this is seriously determined by each family. You can be isolated or you can be with others. It is your choice. Socialization is your choice. And P.S., being in school isn't a great place for socialization either. Like, if you were raised in school, how many times did your teacher tell you, shh, no talking, this isn't a place for socialization, talk later. You know, like, so so being in an organized school is not really great for socialization either. But, oh my goodness, this is all just determined by your family, So we go to church, our kids have been involved in sports, we have friends, you can go to extra classes, you could do a homeschool co-op. There are lots of options for getting out and being with others. And another awesome thing that you can do when you homeschool is to not be so peer focused. Because how many times in your, how often in your life as as an adult are you only with other people your exact same age? Probably sometimes, but not very often. So teach your kids how to socialize with others who are not their own age. They are going to learn how to talk to adults. They're going to learn how to talk to babies. They're going to learn how to be with people of all ages and be able to be proficient in talking with them and socializing with people of all ages. And that gives them such a great start on life. They're, you know, they're going to be talking to adults most of their life. Think about that. So give them a chance to learn how. They, they don't just have to be focused only on kids their same age. Okay, our final myth we're going to talk about is the idea, I don't want my kids to be weird homeschoolers. Like I said, I was homeschooled. I don't feel like I'm weird. <laughs> but I want you to know there are weird homeschoolers and there are normal homeschoolers. And guess what? You get to choose which one you will be. The parents determine this. (laughs) So if you feel like you're a pretty normal person and you don't want to get weird, I would say don't worry about it because because the way that you are is the way your kids are going to turn out, okay? Now, if you feel like you're a little off the ordinary, maybe that's good and maybe you want your kids to not be on, on the same beaten track as everybody else too. That's fine. But the whole concept also of like weird homeschoolers that were that was around probably more like in the 80s and 90s is really dissipating. And I feel like now more than like, oh, homeschoolers are weird. I feel like homeschoolers, because it's becoming a lot more mainstream and there are so many more options for homeschooling that the whole like weird homeschoolers persona has kind of gone away. So don't worry about that. (laughs) The only thing weird, quote unquote, about homeschoolers now, I feel like, is that they just have a great love for learning. And they're learning how to ask lots of good questions because they're learning through their whole life. So there you go. We're not going to have an official question time today since this whole episode was basically answering questions, but if you have other questions I haven't addressed, whether they're homeschool related or otherwise, send them to kirstenvossler.com slash askme. And finally, stay tuned for a bonus episode, surprise, coming later this week, where I'll be interviewing a guest on how they used home education as a means of discipling their children. 
I bless you to walk in the fullness of who God has called you to be and to raise up your children to follow you as you walk in his ways. Have a great week, my friend. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of Rejoicing in Motherhood. You will find show notes and more encouragement on this topic at kirstenvossler.com. Have a wonderful week. And remember, everything in this life is holy kingdom work. You are doing it, friend. You make the very heart of God rejoice. Keep going. I love you lots, and I'll talk to you again very soon.